If you want to understand how marketing is changing and how that will affect your brand, you need Future Proof, the podcast from Kantar that tells you how to find growth. Created in conjunction with Side Business School at Oxford University, the Future Proof podcast provides a unique perspective on what truly makes a difference. To understand what's winning in marketing, subscribe to Future Proof, a Kantar podcast now. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at uh1.com. This is Internet Marketing. Brought to you by Site Visibility at sitevisibility.co.uk. This is Internet Marketing. Now, before we start today, um, a little bit of shameless self-promotion for Site Visibility because they've just released their 2020 PPC automation guide. So the guide's completely free to download and it's going to help you to get started with each of the new automation settings in Google Ads. So this includes smart bidding, responsive ad testing, dynamic search ads and more. So the best way to accelerate your PPC growth in 2020 is to start planning today. So download your free guide from bit.ly, that's B-I-T dot L-Y slash P-P-C dash automation dash guide. I'll say that again. Bit.ly, that's B-I-T dot L-Y slash P-P-C dash automation dash guide. Now today I'm joined by Rob Watson, founder at Freewheeling. Rob, how are you? I'm very well, Andy. Very well. Thank you for coming on again. I think the last time we spoke, if I'm not mistaken, I love this. I always say, oh, if I'm not mistaken, as if I've got a fantastic memory. What I've really done is I've done a search for Rob Watson on Site Visibility's podcast page. But the last time we spoke, I think it was March 2016. I didn't realise it was that long ago, actually. Doesn't time fly? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, um, yeah, I, I, I didn't think it was that long either, but there you go. I know, it's amazing. And uh, we, you were talking about, uh, I, I think the, the episode was titled Parlez-vous anglais. It was all about foreign languages and foreign search and all that sort of stuff. It was, it was pretty juicy. But today, we're going to be talking about something I think is equally as juicy. And that's this, this sort of, you've done 12 months of testing and now you're moving all your campaigns over to smart bidding because it's really moved on. But before we talk about that, just remind our listeners a little bit about yourself and uh, freewheeling. Yeah, so I've been working in e-commerce since uh, 1999. I started with Google Ads, uh, managing accounts around 2005. And uh, yeah, last year I set up freewheeling, a company to offer Google Ads consultancy to e-commerce businesses. Fantastic. Okay, so let's start off then, um, perhaps with a little bit of background on, I suppose, how, how Google Smart Bidding has improved, because it has improved incredibly over the last few years, and why it keeps getting better. What are the, what are the sort of key changes? Well, yeah, I think, I think the background is important because it helps understand a bit about why this technology is, is not only good now, but as you say, how it is also going to keep getting better um, and there is three parts to this story, if you like. The first thing is about um, Google and their relationship with the game Go. So that's an old Chinese game that, um, despite having relatively simple rules, it's, it's very complex. Yeah. So 
computers got good at beating chess masters back in the 90s, but Go was considered too reliant on intuition for a computer to be able to win. And that was till so about... Just, just interject there, because Go, isn't Go... The, it's, it's a very simple-looking game, isn't it? With, with Is it little marbles you use or little counters? Yeah. And yeah, there's yeah, about... That's there's, there's like the, the number of possible combinations you can do is like equal to the number of atoms in the known universe or something. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's outrageous. It's, yeah. it's, it's huge. But there, so, so what happened about three years ago was that um, Google built a AI called AlphaGo that um, challenged the the reigning Go champion um, and beat him four games to one. Mm. So big big change. Um, and 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 you know what what's they developed there with that sort of machine learning approach to um, problem solving. Uh, it, it's the same technology that Google are now using across all of their products, including their uh, smart bidding within Google Ads. So that's the AI side of things. The other bit is the change in how, mainly brought on due to advances with uh, mobile phones, yeah. how as we as people, we are sharing so much more data than we ever have done before. And, and, and the AI loves data. So uh, what Google tell us is, is that smart bidding is considering um, an astronomical 70 million signals when it's determining the right bid for your ads. Uh, if you consider that um, as a manual bid manager, you might get maybe I don't know, a dozen different things you can adjust, um, many more combinations combining that, but you're never going to get anywhere near 70 million. So, so that, that, that's a real edge that, that the smart bidding has. Mm. The third part is about the continuous improvement with computing power. So they have uh, Google have this uh, TPU processor that uh, today can do a calculation that 20 years ago would have taken the technology a quarter of a million years to complete. <laughs> so it's just... It's, it, it's ludicrous, yeah. isn't it? It is, it is. I really enjoy that fact. It's got just a bit of a mind-blowing kind of quality to it. But, but, but these are the three things that kind of... Not only do they give you an indication of why smart bidding is, 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 is good right now, it's going to be even better next year as well. TPU as opposed to CPU. What does the T stand for? Oh, I don't remember. I've stumped you, haven't I? <laughs> I don't remember. It's 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 um it's all to do with uh, machine learning and, yeah. and stuff like that. You know, I know how to use the tools. You know, I don't. <laughs> I know how to drive a car. Don't ask me how it works. I'm sure um, our audience can look that up. I'm sorry I asked you that question. So let's let's move on then. Let's uh, let's let's talk about uh, some of the results from from your sort of various recent tests uh from three yeah. different clients of things let's talk a bit about that yeah yeah so um look i mean that, that that that's the thing that persuades people right you can talk about how theoretically great this stuff is but until you've actually tried it out you've actually experimented that that's that's you know the thing that's going to convince you so first client um client with a large budget it's a eight million pound a year google ads budget we ran a test using uh target cpa bidding so that's a one factor of, of one version of smart bidding yes yeah, so we ran this target cpa uh on 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 the selection of their campaigns um for a 30-day period when we took that results from that test and we extrapolated it it allowed us to forecast that if we had smart bidding across the entire account we would get an annual increase in revenue of just over 400,000 pounds with a decrease 
in advertising cost of £43,000. Real significant improvement. Second client that um, I test this on, another decent-sized budget, uh, £1 million a year uh, Google Shopping budget. So this uh, campaign experiment that we did, so we, it was like an A-B split test on, on one of their uh, largest campaigns. Ran it for 30 days. It showed a small 3% increase in revenue, but with a 20% decrease in cost. So real, real significant improvement in profitability. And the third client, the third test uh, that I want to share, uh, at the opposite end of the spectrum in terms of budget. Uh, so this, this is a, a bookstore that only has a £5,000 a year Google shopping budget. But because they're a bookstore, they get a lot of conversions. And, and, and the key point here is that it's not about how much money you're going to spend. It's about how much conversion data you've got. Again, it's, it's Google. The AI needs the data. So these guys, they had a lot of conversions. So they got a, a real improvement. So we had... Um, we ran a smart shopping campaign. So again, this is another version of your options with using smart bidding in Google Ads. So smart shopping campaign. Yeah. Um, we had it for, we ran it for six months. Um, well, we still run it now, but after six months, we could see that we got a year on year increase in revenue of, of a massive 280% for, a, um, for only an 80% increase in cost. So the things just scaled wonderfully using this um, using this AI. If you want to understand how marketing is changing and how that will affect your brand, you need Future Proof, the podcast from Kantar that tells you how to find growth. Created in conjunction with Side Business School at Oxford University, the Future Proof podcast provides a unique perspective on what truly makes a difference. To understand what's winning in marketing, subscribe to Future Proof, a Kantar podcast now. Just going back to that second example, it was the uh, the Google Shopping example, yeah. and there was so, so it was over thirty days. There was a three percent increase in revenue, so a modest lift in revenue, mm-hmm. but quite a big twenty. Well, very significant twenty percent decrease in cost. Can we just drill down to that a wee bit? I'm just interested. How were those savings made? So this, uh, the, so the, the model, the model that we used there was the target ROAS bidding. So it, so it was it was an existing campaign that we had that was um, all based around manual manual bids manual setup. But essentially, what you do is you is you is you tell the the AI what um, success looks like to you. What what's a good return on your advertising spend? Mm-hmm. Set that as your as your target. Now, what actually Google will do. When you go to create this, make this change from manual bidding to smart bidding, is they they make a recommendation, a recommended um, target for you to use. Now they don't know whether that means you're profitable or not, but they do know what the campaign is currently performing like. So, so typically for these tests, that's the 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 number we go with. So just by making this switch to say, okay, well Google, you've you know this campaign, you've been running this for however many months. Um, we'll use your recommendation. So, so literally, just switching it on, that was all we had to do to get that improvement. So let's get to the juicy bit, shall we? Um, your three-step smart bidding success mechanism. 
Let's yes. talk about that. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, the point of me doing this, this, this work, having this whole process and, and, and experimenting with it over the, over this time, I've, I've got to look at a number of different factors to figure out what, what works well. And, and it's kind of helped me define this change program, if you like. Mm. Um, and I've broken it into, into, into three main steps. So the first step is the, uh, the preparation stage. Uh, and there's a number of things that you, that you would do here. I'm just going to pick a, a couple of key ones here. The, the, the first thing you need to be doing is you need to be using a non-last-click attribution model. So this is how your conversion tracking is assigning the value for the, uh, for the conversions. So, I mean, Google's been mentioning this for a long time. Last-click was, was always the, 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 the old way of doing things. Um, but the AI... What, what it will do is if it, if it sees that there's value that's happening to um, coming from other parts of your, your account, they're not just the ones that, that convert people, like maybe your brand keywords, you'll get a lot on last click. It's going to do a much better job of, of, of uh, evaluating all of, your, all of your keywords, all of your ads. Um, so, so that's really important. Yeah. The other thing is that the, the, the structure that you have of your campaign. So typically uh, what Google recommend is that for smart bidding to be effective, the campaign itself needs to have, um, uh, it varies a little bit, but generally a minimum of 15 conversions during a month, during a 30-day period. Mm-hmm. Now, if you've got an account as, as, as perhaps was a little bit more traditional, a lot of people would set up their accounts to uh, have many, many campaigns targeting lots of different things. That may not be the best structure for you if you want to get the best out of smart bidding because chances are you're going to get a lot of campaigns that won't meet that minimum requirement. So that's one of the things that I've been doing a lot over this period. I've been restructuring accounts a lot to consolidate campaigns. Yeah. The other bit is to um, what the AI is going to need to work effectively is conversion data so it is critical that you're sure that your conversion tags are set up properly i mean that is almost like that that sits at the top that's that's the number one thing you've you if, if you if you ran your conversion tags for a while maybe you're using google ads but you're importing your conversions using the analytics tag rather than google's own tag that sort of thing now's the time to try and get all of that stuff in order. You want to be using the Google Ads tag. You want to make sure it's working properly. You want to make sure that that revenue figure that you've got coming in is accurate. You're not missing some, some values. So it's a little bit of little bit of work, a little bit of preparation work there, but um, crucial, crucially important. Um, and also, sorry, as part of that, the audience tags as well. Uh, because audiences and, and Google understanding whether people have been to the site before, whether they abandoned the cart, all of that sort of information that you can feed into the AI is what's going to give you the best results. Because no matter how good the AI might be, like it can consider all manner of crazy things like the person that you're advertising uh, has their phone on them and they know what shops they've been into. They know what things they're thinking about doing. Mm. All of that stuff they have access to. But what's really going to help them is knowing that, yes, and they also spent this much time on your website or they also three months ago, they bought something with a really high uh, value, that kind of stuff. So, um, yes, Make sure you're feeding it the right information through your um, tag setup. 
So that's so that's step one, which is the basically the preparation. Now, step two uh, is that mainly focus on testing. Would that be fair to say? Yeah. So the examples I gave you of, the, of these three tests uh, with with three other clients of mine, they, they they were tests. They were ran as as um, we were, I wanted to know that smart bidding was right thing for this account for this client for this marketplace. So yeah, you do want to have a test. You've done your preparation. You want to allow yourself a period to test mm. to find out whether it, it's it's going to give you the improvement you want or not. But I think the critical thing for a test, and I think this is possibly where people fall a little short with their test, is that it's really important that you need to have a clear objective before you start your test of exactly what it is that you want to get from it. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and what I mean by that is that what Google tell us when they're promoting smart bidding is there are, there are three things that it can do. It can give you growth. It can give you more revenue, more conversions. It can improve your profitability either by a better ROAS or a better cost per acquisition. Uh, and it can save you time. So which of those three things matter to you? What's the most important? And, and measure against that. So... I mean, it might seem dumb because it might think, well, obviously, I just want to get more more revenue. I want to grow this. But but maybe no, that's not true. Maybe you're actually doing a wonderful job. You've got a really well-optimized account. And you think, well, why would I bother risking all that to move to smart bidding? But every week, you're spending four or five hours manually adjusting bids. So maybe... The, the objective here is, is is to save that time so you can go and invest it in doing something that's that's more creative or whatever. So yeah, just be really clear on what the objective is before you start your test. So have the what's what's that amazing uh, saying that uh, I, I forget the name of the author now, but there's an author. <laughs> this is ter- it sounds it's going to sound terrible. There's an author that did a really good book about success and he talked about uh, seeing the objective as being the first thing that you do. Uh, set off with the objective in mind. I think that was his phraseology. Which Does it start, start with the end in mind? That's the one. Start with the end in yeah. mind. <laughs> I think I've got that book here. Yes. <laughs> is it Stephen Covey? Oh, yeah. I think it is Stephen Covey. Yes. Oh, no, begin, begin with the end in mind. Begin with the end in mind. That's it. Yeah, we've got the end in between us. There's, there's people in their car shouting at us now. Uh, they probably are, yeah. And on their uh, ride on lawnmowers, mowing their lawns. Right, step three then is kind of ongoing tweaking and maintenance, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So um, at this point, you've, 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 you've done your preparation, you've, you've ran your test. At this point, you realise how Google Smart Bidding is, is, is utterly amazing and, and you, you love it to bits. So the question then is, what are you going to do now? So... Despite what Google might have you believe, smart campaigns are not a set it and forget it solution. Mm. Now, this should come as good news to anybody who felt their PPC role might come under threat due to smart campaigns. I'm actually going to call out. So there's a book that I've been um, I've just finished reading uh, a guy called Frederick Valet, who's a real PPC expert. And uh, his book he talks a lot. It's mainly written for people that run agencies and, and, and do PPC as, as, as a job. But he talks a lot about the sort of shift in the way that people work and what their roles are going to be um, as they incorporate their work with the AI. And, and he, he gives some great examples. But he, there's one that I, that I really like where he talks about an airline pilot. Mm. And the idea there is that um, the airline pilot may only be flying the 
plane for about 19 minutes during a five-hour flight. Yeah. But as a passenger on that plane, you would not want him to just go and have a nap while the autopilot <laughs> was running. And, and, and that's the way that you've got to view your, your PPC accounts. You know, you, the smart bidding is going to do a great job for you, but you, you're going to be spending as much time as you do now checking your metrics. You might not spend anywhere near as much time adjusting bids. In fact, you very spend very little time on that. But um, but you're definitely going to want to be keeping an eye on it. And I suppose where this kind of came home to me was 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 over this last three months. So this last pre Christmas Black Friday period is the first time that that I've 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 gone through that with all of my accounts using smart bidding. Mm. And it was um, uh, there was a lot more work involved than than I might have expected there to be. Lots of adjustments. It, it required lots of input to get through that period of, of, of massive peaks for Black Friday and, and the December sales. You know, Christmas, when we turn our accounts right the way down so we don't waste money and then get them going again from Boxing Day, all of that, despite the fact that you know, these are known days and, and the AI would know about this, mm. you still had to do a lot of manual intervention. So yeah, there's still stuff that you that you're going to need to do there. But the um, yeah, so the, the PPC manager role has definitely changed with smart bidding. But uh, yeah, as far as I'm concerned, this is a very exciting opportunity that um, allows PPC managers to be um, to, have, to put a lot more time into speaking with their clients, a lot more time with creativity, and and, and a lot more time for creating value through experimenting with uh, with new techniques. So we've covered a lot of ground there with your three steps of preparation, the testing and the ongoing sort of techniques. If you could condense it down, I mean, what do you think our audience should be thinking about as they leave this podcast? Well, I hope anybody that's on the fence is keen to try it. You know, would, would want to give it a go, would want to um, experiment with this uh, just, to, just as a test. And um, but the, the, main thing, the, the main thing I really want to make clear is that, is that if you do feel that way and you want to try this, it all hinges around the data that you're feeding the AI. So, so making sure that your conversion tracking is is okay. Can it ever be a hundred percent? Probably not. Mm. But yeah, you know, as good as you can possibly make it. It's definitely worth reviewing that setup. Any improvements you could do. Um, so yeah, conversion tracking. Make sure you you give that some some real thought. And and not just is it set up right? Is it is the tag in the right place? But is it aligned with my goals? I mean. You know, it's not always about tracking somebody purchasing something. Maybe, like I, I work with a client where, uh, in fact, what's more important to them, even though they're a retailer, it's more important to them is that they get phone calls. So we'll be tracking that. That's the goal that we're going to optimize to using smart bidding. So you know, what's important to your business, and um, yeah, just it's a good time to rethink that. I think. Well, Rob, thanks so much for coming on and uh, sharing your findings. How can our listeners find out more about you and more about freewheeling traffic? Uh, so, well, look, I mean, if anyone's got to the end of this, this, this podcast and they feel like they're interested in what I've just talked about, um, there's an expanded version of this that I've got on um, uh, on YouTube. It's, it's the talk that I did at um, Brighton last September. So you got you got my slides and, and the audio to, to follow along a bit more uh, meat on the bones if you like so so um i think you're going to be putting the link in the show notes Andy, we will put the link in the show notes definitely and then yeah aside from that uh you got any questions um just email me um at rob at freewheelingtraffic.com 
Thanks a lot, Rob. And thanks for listening, everyone. The show notes will be in the usual place, sitevisibility.co.uk slash podcast. If you're enjoying the show, please leave us a fab review. That would be great. Questions and suggestions, the email is podcast at sitevisibility.co.uk. You can tweet at sitevisibility. Uh, remember, we have a site visibility group on LinkedIn as well. So that's all from me, Andy. And it's all from Rob. Thanks, everyone. Thanks, Rob. And we'll see you next time on Internet Marketing. If you want to understand how marketing is changing and how that will affect your brand, you need Future Proof, the podcast from Kantar that tells you how to find growth. Created in conjunction with Side Business School at Oxford University, the Future Proof podcast provides a unique perspective on what truly makes a difference. To understand what's winning in marketing, subscribe to Future Proof, a Kantar podcast now.